Yeah, yeah, 8 o'clock hour, hanging on the drivehubler.com studios. It is the wake-up call. KB and Andy, he's Kevin Bowen. I'm Andy Sweeney. Tons going on tonight. NLCS Game 7. We'll catch that baby in progress at 9 o'clock right here on the fan. We'll have every World Series game as well right here on the fan. And obviously, uh, it's coming. Pacers and Wizards. Pacers season underway beginning tomorrow night. The NBA does have a doubleheader tonight uh, to get things popping. But again, Pacers, Wizards. Our pregame coverage beginning here on The Fan at 6.30. And the head coach of the Pacers, nice enough to join us yet again this week. Rick Carlisle joins us on the Payless Liquors Hotline. Coach, good morning. How are you? I'm well. How are you guys doing? Uh, we are absolutely fantastic. I, I know it's just a, it's a completely corny question to to begin things, but uh, we've talked the last few weeks, and we could sense the excitement with the fans, and obviously yourself, the team as well. But uh, it's the E from you guys welcoming the Wizards in and getting things popping. Uh, I would imagine excitement, anxiety, everything. How you feeling this morning? I feel good. You feel feel yeah, good no, knowing we're, yeah, we're, excitement, we're anxiety, nothing. We're nah, we're yeah, we're look this time of year. If if you don't have uh, if you don't have a little nerves or whatever, um, you know you're just you're not ready. And so uh, yeah, there's a lot going on. And um, with the season starting tonight, with a couple of games tonight, and then you know really a full slate tomorrow night. I'm assuming. Um, you know, NBA basketball is uh, is here, and uh, you know we have a we have a we have a really challenging game tomorrow night with Washington coming in because there's a lot of unknowns um, with the the team that they've kind of reconstructed. But the one thing we do know is that they can really score and they can really shoot threes, and so this will be a great defensive test for us um, right off the bat. You know, Poole had uh, Jordan Poole had forty some points in twenty some minutes a few nights ago against New York, and um, and and Kuzma has, has always played well and shot it well in our building, and uh, you know they got a lot of other guys with the ball in the basket, so uh, so we'll have our hands full. Coach, I want to go back to yesterday's uh, news item, if you don't mind. That'd be Aaron Neesmith signing an extension with you guys. What did you know about Aaron Neesmith before? The trade, and what have you learned about him since coaching him? Well, I forget exactly which year it was that he came out, but we we looked at him very closely in the draft in Dallas. And, you know, the irony about it was that um, in the draft he was, he was kind of slated as a player that was a shooter, um, but supposedly his defensive metrics weren't very good, and so you know the way that, the way our draft shake, shook out, we we didn't uh, he got taken ahead of us, I believe, and we just didn't have a chance to get him. And so, watch for a couple of years. He didn't play much in Boston, and then we did the deal with Boston, you know, a year and a half ago or whatever it was. Uh, we we had seen glimpses of of Aaron um, and you know I, I studied him on college film some um, he had gotten a lot stronger since college um, but he just wasn't getting much in the way of reps with uh, with how loaded their team was and so so we ended up with him and you know for us he was one of our most versatile players he was one of our best d- defensive players and um 
you know, he was a shooter in college. Now, where he had to adjust his game when he came over to us was um, in college he had been a featured guy, and Jerry Stackhouse was his coach at Vanderbilt, and they ran they, they ran a lot of set offensive plays for him, and he was great at coming off actions that were set up for him to, to knock in shots. Well, we play a much more fast-paced, random style, so he had to adjust to the our random uh, fast-paced style of play, and that took a little bit, but once he adjusted, um, you know, he had a tremendous year for us last year. He ended up being our starter, um, you know, I, I guess I would say most of the year, and so now we just feel, feel like he's um, a real key part of the next four years, including this year, and uh, just thrilled to have him back in the fold because he's a He's an amazing kid, too, and he's got a great family. And so uh, yesterday was a really happy day. I don't know if you guys saw it on social, but, you know, when he was signing his contract. Um, yeah, that was a cool video. All the players gathered, you know, down below on the court. And, you know, Lloyd Pierce started ringing the bell. And <laughs> it was really a, a pretty joyous moment. So uh, it was really it was really awesome. Yeah, I encourage people to check that out. Pacer Social's uh, pretty cool video there and seeing their reaction to Aaron Neesmith putting pen to paper on that three-year extension. Uh, Coach, on on the eve of the season starting, maybe what's your biggest unknown about this year's team or maybe the thing you're most curious about? Well, there are a few unknowns. You know, exactly how um, the rotation is going to shake out is is not all there. I certainly have some ideas about what what I believe – could work well for us, but um, this is a very deep roster uh, with a lot of guys that um, are not only capable players, but are players that that you know within their within their own skill sets can do some pretty special things. So, um, you know, it's going to take some time to see exactly how this thing looks. Um, you know, if you follow the cold season, you know that, you know, health is always going to be a decider. Mother Nature is always going to be a decider of, of things as you move forward. And, you know, if you if you lose guys for a period of time, for whatever reason, guys got to be ready. Um, from that standpoint, I, I feel like we're pretty well covered. Um, but we're going to need to have a high level of professionalism to – you know, absorb those challenges because, uh, you know, being out of the rotation or not playing a whole lot um, and just being ready when called upon is is uh, is a challenging task. Rick Carlisle with us here on the Payless Liquors Hotline. I mean, looking at the Wizards, you mentioned Joram Poole, you mentioned Kuzma always seems to shoot well uh, here in Indianapolis. What kind of team do they have? And I, and I guess kind of to add on to that, we'll be watching your defense. That's been such a preseason narrative. What should fans be looking for to see an improved defense from you tomorrow night, you know, simply besides field goal percentage or points or something like that? Well, fouling has been problem in um in uh, a big problem in the first three games uh we did a much better job a few nights ago against cleveland in our uh, final preseason game and so you know we've got to defend without fouling um we've got to do that we've got to rebound the ball and we've got to limit turnovers you know the other night against cleveland we had 26 turnovers you know which is 
you know, just a preposterous number. I don't expect to see that very often. Um, but this is possession of the ball. And, um, you know, we, we ended up winning the game largely because we rebounded well and, and we did a pretty, a pretty good job defensively. And, look, of course, that game uh, goes three quarters and then they pulled their starters and we pulled ours. So, you know, it was a tie game after three quarters. And, uh, you know, all that stuff is pretty meaningless, you know, once you get to uh, the night before the regular season. But in Washington's case, uh, getting back to your question, you know, it's a it's a team that uh, is is predicted to be a total rebuild. Um, probably, I, I, you know, if they aren't predicted to have the, the least number of wins in the league, they're 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 down there or up there, depending on how you want to look at it. Um, but from what I've seen, you know, I mentioned uh, you know Jordan Poole, he had. 41 points in 26 minutes against New York, who's a good defensive team a few nights ago. Uh, Muscala, Mike Muscala, a guy you don't hear much about off the bench. Um, I saw him in the West a lot. Um, made five threes in the first half as a, as a backup center for them against New York. Talked about Kuzma. And then I, was, I saw an article that, that popped up yesterday online and the guy was making bold predictions, and one of his number three on his list of bold predictions was that, was that Jordan Poole could could be, could be the guy this year that has the highest individual point game of the season, and that he could go for as many as seventy points. And so, look, this is stuff that you know <laughs> you see it, and and it, you know you just you just realize. Um, the NBA has become a place where every team uh, has potent weapons. Um, and so we're going to have to be ready. Again, Rick Carlisle is with us here. Pacers season opening up tomorrow night with the Wizards. Of course, our coverage will begin right here on the fan at 630. Um, Coach, I thought Dustin DePierre from the Indianapolis Star wrote a beautiful feature on Tyrese Halliburton, and it really focused kind of around the joy that he brings uh, to the floor. And I think to your locker room as well. How would you describe that aspect of Tyrese? We obviously see the shooting. We see the ability to facilitate and get others involved. But what is it about that joy that he brings as well? Well, the three words that always that I always come back to with Tyrese are competitive, charismatic, and caring. You know, he it's one thing to be to have a big positive personality as a basketball player on the floor um, and people you know people can can they can they can wrap their hands and heads around that you know all day long but this kid has another element an additional element that he really cares about people he really cares in in, in his case right now as we have this conversation um, he's demonstrated that he really cares for his teammates he has completely embraced the community here. Um, he's done a whole lot of stuff in the community, and a lot of things that he's done in the community have, have, have gone um, unannounced, you know. So, um, and the competitiveness aspect of it, you know, uh, he wears that on his sleeve. I mean, the guy loves to compete. Um, and, you know, USA Basketball recognized that, and they uh, – they sought him out to be on their team this year. He was one of the bright spots on that team. And so, uh, 
you know, those are the things that, that, that immediately come to mind. Coach, if you had to point out a player or two that um, impressed you the most this preseason, this training camp, who would those be? Well, you know, uh, Ben Shepard has gotten a lot of attention because, you know, he, he's gone in and and, uh, and done some very positive things. He, he plays a style of, of game that uh, is pretty joyous when you watch it. I mean, the guy is one of the fastest guys running the floor I've ever seen. He's athletic. He, you know, he, he's just figured a lot of things out. Now, this is a kid that played four years at Belmont in a great program. And so, you know, being 23 years old instead of 19 or 20 um, does make a difference there. But, you know, he's shown that he's ready to, he's ready to play if called upon. Um, you know, I really like Jairus Walker a lot. Um, he has some very unique skills as a as a guy that plays the four position. You know, he he played a year of point guard at IMG uh, when they had one of their players get hurt during during a season one time. So he has point guard skills. He sees the floor like a point guard, um, and you know his shooting. He had a great game, uh, game shooting the ball at Memphis and. Um, He's shown that he can do a lot of special things on the floor. Now, right now, what he needs to do is is keep working on um, on some of the basic things to kind of simplify his game short term. Because um, I think the thing that's challenging for young players coming in, into the NBA is that you know to to be someone that's ready to play, you have to establish you know a, a definable game that. Um, where you can where you can go in and and your team knows exactly what they're going to get. What we need from him is the reason we drafted him. We need defense and rebounding, and um, he's going to make his share of shots and he's going to make his share of plays. But uh, I don't know how much he'll play right off the bat. But he's an exciting talent, and uh, we will be working hard with him. And, and I think he's a great player for our future. Rick Carlisle with us. Last basketball one for me. You know, I was reading, and I'm interested. I love when I love you admitting you were reading a bold prediction that someone was making <laughs> before the season started. So ESPN.com kind of had one of those, and their bold prediction for your team uh, was was going to be that Halliburton won the regular season assist tit- uh, title. So just so you know that that was a bold prediction uh, that is out there. But I want to ask about your you know your backcourt with uh, with Tyrese there. You bring Matherin and Matherin. Matherin's going to get a lot of those starting moments, so those guys are going to be playing a lot uh, more together. Matherin last year coming off the bench, he played uh, over 1,000 minutes actually with TJ McConnell. Uh, So when he now starting lineup or at least playing more with Tyrese, uh, how do you think, I don't know, how do you think that will go? How how much of a change do you think that will be for him uh, being in the game earlier and being in the game with maybe some different guys there in the backcourt? You know, all players, all players want to start. You know, um, and the thing that they realize when they get put into that position, whether it's you know the end of the season last year, or uh, presumably you know to start the season this year, is that there's an amazing responsibility that comes with starting. You know, you have to be um, your standard bearer for your entire team at your position, you know, you, you have a responsibility 
offensively to, you know, generate good plays to create good shots for the team. And defensively, um, you know, you're, you're going to have a matchup you're going to have to deal with and you're going to have to play within a system. And so, you know, as, as, as Ben became a starter at the end of, of last season, um, you know, it, it was pretty clear it was a different kind of thing. And then, of course, the other thing that is an obvious thing that I just neglected to mention is you're playing against better players to start the game. And so these are all challenging things. Um, this is a kid, however, that, um, you know, really, if you if you look at his life and all the things that he's gone through, um, he's kind of he's kind of based his life on taking on any challenge that comes his way. And so uh, he's a relentless worker. He loves the game. He continually pushes the coaches to push him, which is you know very rare mm-hmm. in today's day and age with 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 the generation that's coming into the um, league now. And he showed in the last game against Cleveland. Uh, last game of preseason that, you know, defensively he has taken some positive steps. Now he's going to have to sustain, you know, um, to, to, to take on the responsibility of, of being uh, one of the starting players. But uh, you know, this is a moment that, uh, that he's relished. And, uh, and I think, and I see good things. And, and when you, with, when, when you play with a guy like Tyrese Halliburton, um, you know, your chances for success are greatly increased. And by the way, I don't, I don't see the prediction of Tyrese being the number one assist guy. It's a very bold, bold prediction. No, no, it's not. No, it's not at all. By the way, when does, when does, uh, when does Obi Toppin have the okay to go between his legs on a dunk during the regular season? Does he have it? Does he have the green light at any point? <laughs> you know, I, 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 I've given in all that stuff. I mean, that, that's just. Hey, that's just the world we're living in, and uh, I don't know. You know, he, he's um, he's another guy that you know. You talk about uh, relishing an opportunity to play with Tyrese, man. I mean, uh, he 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 he's another guy that since coming here has just shown like tremendous, just overall gratitude to the basketball gods. Um, you know, much the same way that Aaron Neesmith has too. So. I'm just I'm really excited about the environment that that we've put together here um, for young players to develop, and you know we need to take this group from from here to you know higher levels of of competitive responsibility, and you know we need to win some more games. Coach, uh, I heard that you might have a birthday coming up later this week. Is that correct? <laughs> I don't. I try to forget about the, those things, you know, these these years. Uh, but yeah, I suppose. Hey, did you get the picture I sent you? By the way, I I, I did. Yeah, I did. Um, Coach Carlisle sent me a picture here of Jake in front of. And uh, feel free to fill in. That is obviously one of the iconic spots uh, on UVA's campus. I assume. Yeah. Well, he texted me the other night. And uh, I think it was, I think it was Saturday. And he said, "Hey, uh, my buddy and I um, do this thing every year where we just get in the car and drive someplace." And and uh, he goes, "We we we did Annapolis during the day today, and now we're driving to Charlottesville." 
is there a place in Charlottesville that's like like the place to go like eat, have have dinner, hang out, whatever? And I said, uh, I said probably the Virginian. The Virginian is a bar restaurant that's right right on the corner, and uh, that's like right in the heart of it. It's right across the street from Browns. You know, it's it's right near the lawn and the rotunda. And so, so he and his friend, he and his friend went to the Virginian. It was packed, and so they went a couple of doors down to Boylan Heights, uh, which is another more modern hangout there. And uh, Jake reported that the beer was cold, the burger was good, and that <laughs> it's all that matters. They were the only, they were the only two people uh, over over the age of twenty five there, and. Believe it or not, I think my daughter may have been at Boylan Heights. Oh, jeez. Watch, oh, watching, watching the UNC game. <laughs> and, and if you, and if you, uh, if you guys hadn't reported that uh, on your show, uh, Virginia had a stunning upset at, at North Carolina in football. They did. And, How about uh, that? They did. That, that, was, that, was, that was a huge upset. And huge. So, uh, I, said, uh, I said, hey, after the fact, I said, "You know, where'd you guys end up going? Did you did you watch the the end of the the Virginia um, UNC football upset? If you did that and sat in the Virginian, that's like you know you, that's the best of Charlottesville." And then they explained they went down to Boylan Heights. But anyway, the the, the picture that he sent me is the one I sent you, and I don't right. know if you guys could post post that or not. But that's <laughs> that's Jake and an unidentified friend. Um, standing next to the statue of Thomas Jefferson in front of the rotunda um, at the University of Virginia. And uh, so that's that. It's a great pick. Mike Byron is Jake's friend. He's rocking an IU jacket in this picture, I'm (laughs) sure. Of course he is. Let me see the picture, KB. Rick Carlisle can bring up, you know, a certain Elite Eight game maybe back in the day um, as the IU gear is being donned on UVA's campus. I I, We won't sing happy birthday to you, Coach, because I just feel a voice crack coming, and I don't want to embarrass myself or you. But I will ask this in closing. What was the greatest birthday present that Rick Carlisle has ever received? We could go back to childhood. We could go recent. What's the greatest birthday gift you ever got? Gosh, I don't don't know. I I don't know if I can really remember anything that was – I don't know. You know, nowadays I just would would what brings joy is you know when when your when your kid is happy, when your wife is happy, when your when your two dogs are you know doing good and all that kind of stuff. So um, I don't really remember um, anything like that, but uh, but I'm uh, I'm grateful for a lot of things, and uh, you know one of them is obviously to be to be back here in Indiana and and. You know, have a have an exciting young team that's about ready to get started. So we'll, we're looking forward to that. Yeah, I think the intrigue should certainly be there leading into tomorrow night. We'll see if your squad can get you an early birthday present with that opening night victory. Uh, Coach, as always, thank you for the time on this Tuesday morning. Good luck tomorrow night and really looking forward to the season getting underway. Okay, thanks, guys. Take care.